not a happy day. As yet, we've had another gun attack in this nation. A gunman unleashed a barrage of gunfire at not one but two different military facilities today in Chattanooga, Tennessee. At least four Marines have been killed, a a soldier wounded as well as a police officer, and the shooter was also killed. Two law enforcement sources told CBS that the shooting suspect was identified as Mohammed Yusuf Abdulaziz. The mayor, Andy Burke, said, quote, Today was a nightmare for the city of Chattanooga. As a city, we will respond to this with every available resource that we have. Now, U.S. Attorney Bill Killian said officials were treating the attacks as an act of terrorism, but the special agent in charge of the FBI Ed Reinhold, who, by the way, is in charge of this, the FBI, said authorities are actually still investigating a motive. The first shooting happened around 10.45 this morning. The attacks were over within 30 minutes. Now, according to the mayor, Andy Burke of Chattanooga, five people died in all, including the gunman. A police officer was shot in the ankle and others were wounded. U.S. officials told David Martin, who is a correspondent for CBS, that four United States Marines were among the dead. A Marine recruiter has been treated at a hospital for a gunshot wound to the leg. The Marine Corps posted this on its Facebook page. Quote, Governor Bill Haslam from Tennessee said, Lives have been lost from some, pa- from some faithful people who have been serving our country, and I think I join all Tennesseans in being both sickened and saddened by this. The shootings began at a recruiting center on Old Lee Highway in Chattanooga, where five branches of the military all have offices that adjoin one another. A gunshot rang out around 10.30 or 10.45 this morning, according to Sergeant First Class Robert Dodge, 36, the leader of the Center for the U.S. Army recruiting at that center. He said, quote, shortly after that, just a few seconds, the shooter began shooting more rounds. We realized it was an actual shooting. Now, he and his colleagues then got on the ground and barricaded themselves in a safe place. He estimated there were 30 to 50 shots fired. He did not see the shooter. He did not see the shooter's vehicle. The Army recruiting office was not damaged, but doors and glass were damaged at the neighboring Air Force, Navy, and Marine offices. After the shooting, the Department of Homeland Security said in a statement that it was, quote, enhancing the security posture at certain federal facilities out of abundance of caution. Law enforcement officials told recruiters that the shooter was in a car, stopped in front of the facility, shot at the building, and drove off. That's according to Brian Lepley, a spokesman with the U.S. Army Recruiting Command in Fort Knox, Kentucky. And one witness told the affiliate WDEF, the CBS affiliate there, that a man who was in a silver Mustang convertible was, quote, just unloading a large gun on the Naval Recruiting Office. The recruiting center sits in a short strip between a cricket wireless and an Italian restaurant. There's no additional security that's apparent there. Nearby, a man named Nicholas Donahoe heard a blast of gunshots while he was working at Desktop Solutions, but he had music playing. He wasn't quite sure what the noise was. He turned off the music, and seconds later, there was a second blast, so he took shelter in a back room. He said, quote, even though I knew it was mostly gunfire I had heard, you don't always want to believe it's happening in the moments as I didn't see anything. I couldn't be sure. By the time he emerged, police were already cordoning off the area. 
Within minutes of the attack, the shooter that opened fire at that Navy Operational Support Center and Marine Corps Reserve Center in Chattanooga, about seven miles away, all of the dead were killed there. That center sits between the highway and a pathway that runs through Tennessee River Park, a popular park at a bend in the Tennessee River just northeast of downtown Chattanooga, a light industrial area. It includes a Coca-Cola bottling plant. The two entrances to the fenced facility have unmanned gates and concrete barriers that require approaching cars to slow down to drive around them. Marilyn Hutchison, who works at Binswanger Glass across the street, said she heard a barrage of gunfire around 11. She said, quote, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many. It was rapid fire, like pow, 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 so quickly. The next thing I knew, there were police cars coming from every direction. She ran inside where she remained locked down with other employees and a customer, and the gunfire continued. There were occasional bursts that estimated for 20 minutes. She said, quote, we're apprehensive. Not knowing what transpired, if it was a grievance or terrorist-related, we just don't know. They saw dozens of emergency vehicles rush by, bomb teams, SWAT teams, state, local, and federal authorities. And we do know this about the shooter. Once again, according to CBS News, and they are the only news outlet reporting this at this time, the suspect has been identified as Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz, 24 years of age, an American citizen, not born here, but born in Kuwait. He was a naturalized citizen. We do not know how many years he was in this country. Prior to the attack, ISIS's affiliated Twitter page, their Tennessee chapter affiliated Twitter page, before the attacks, put out a warning to Americans. But that's been done before where there have not been attacks or it's been done to get people and prompt people who are angry or maybe are mentally unstable to make such attacks. ISIS has not claimed responsibility for this individual being linked to them or for these attacks. So right now, they're not sure if this was mental instability, if this was random crime, if this was somebody angry who had been in the military and booted out, somebody angry who tried to become a part of the military and wasn't accepted, or if this was, in fact, uh, if they were targeted because he was working with ISIS or wanted to be recognized by ISIS. We just don't know at this point. But a lot of this brings up conversation. And a lot of this brings up speculation. You have the head of the FBI saying this is not being treated as an act of domestic terrorism, yet you have another leader, an attorney, saying it is. The term terrorism, some people say, is used and overused and used only in certain situations, or should be. And I'm asking you this afternoon, you to share with me, what for you makes a shooting an act of domestic terrorism? What for you makes a shooting an act of domestic terrorism? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And speaking of when you first hear when you first hear there's a shooting. Nowadays in 2015 in our post 9/11 world, do you immediately assume it's a terrorist attack? Do you immediately assume it's a terrorist attack? Weren't people assuming that right away, even in Charleston, South Carolina? Do you immediately assume it's a terrorist attack? Is that where your mind automatically goes? Be honest. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Should the Charleston shooting have been considered a terrorist attack? 
Did Dylan Roof terrorize the victims that he killed and hated and took the lives of based on the color of their skin? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And if that is the case, what what is the difference then? Is it because Dylan Roof doesn't have a Muslim name as this gunman who is now dead does? I mean, be honest. Would this be considered an act of terrorism if we just found out the shooter's name was John Smith, John Doe, Joe the guy? Would this still be considered an act of terrorism if the shooter did not have an Arabic Muslim name? Be honest. If we heard, not that his name was Muhammad, but if his name was Mike, would this be considered an act of terrorism if he did not have an Arabic Muslim name? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And does it mean it automatically is because he does? Could he be mentally ill? Could he have been part of the military and booted out and he's PO'd or couldn't get in and he's PO'd? Could we find out maybe that his girlfriend or wife lives there and dumped him? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. After the murderous massacre, and some would say terrorist attack, at Fort Hood, should military bases remain gun-free zones? Now, this is not a military base. These are recruitment centers. But because the military is obviously being targeted by some within or without, Should these people who are trained to shoot to kill, like police, be armed? Or should these military facilities, the recruiting stations, the military bases, should they remain gun-free zones? Why or why not? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Another thing, there was no security here. Should there be more security when you have a recruitment center for the United States military? I mean, they have some barriers you have to drive around, but they're not manned. You don't have to show any identification. Should the security be beefed up, even if you want them to remain gun-free zones? Is there something else we can do other than just arming these soldiers at these recruitment centers and bases? 8886-LESLIE, 8886537543 is the number. How do we prevent these types of shootings? How do we reduce these types of shootings? Or is it impossible, and this is just part of our life in 2015 America? 8886-LESLIE, 8886-537543 is the number. Now, when things like this happen, there are the Pamela Geller types that think deport and kill all Muslims. And then, for those, I feel, you know, you're, 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 you know, akin to Adolf Hitler. And then there are those... That'll say, get rid of all guns. And I don't believe in that either, by the way. Because people think that liberals like me, who don't own guns, don't like guns, aren't comfortable with guns, and are very pro-gun control, want to take your gun away or your Second Amendment right. And that is not the case. But this is not just about guns, and we know that. Whether it's mental illness, whether it was hatred, whether it was terrorism. Can the ease in which... We access high-powered weaponry be ignored, America. Allegedly, this 24-year-old naturalized American citizen gunman born in Kuwait used several weapons. The weaponry described was high-caliber weaponry 
that can kill, as we saw the carnage done in 30 minutes' time in this case. Can the ease in which we access this high-powered weaponry be ignored? Why was this man able to have access to a gun that allowed him to get 30 to 50 shots off in a matter of minutes? By the way, unless you are in the military or you're a cop, why does anyone need access to a gun that that gets off 30 to 50 shots in a matter of minutes? 8886 Leslie 8886537543 is the number. It is hard to ignore that a number of these shootings are tied to Muslim individuals. Could this ultimately be tied to our invasion of sovereign nations in the Middle East like our invasion of Iraq? In other words, are we reaping what we sowed and didn't know what we were sowing? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 is the number. And although you want to tie a lot of shootings to Muslims, the majority of shootings, mass and otherwise, in the United States are not tied to Muslims. And Islamic terrorism is only 6% of the threats in the world of terrorism, according to our federal government. The shooter is 24. We are seeing more and more issues, serious issues, with young disenfranchised youth in this nation who obviously are angry, filled with hatred, easy to be recruited, or need fulfillment in their lives, or have mental illness. By the way, early 20s is when mental illness comes about. Psychotic episodes, schizophrenia, all rear their ugly head between 21 and 25, according to physicians, for men who are more susceptible to these illnesses. But is there a serious issue with young disenfranchised youth in our nation, America, that need fulfillment in their life? And and if so, how do we engage these individuals in a meaningful way? In other words, if we're not going to stop getting the guns, and if we can't block people like ISIS, and if we can't treat all the mental illness, how do we stop the hatred, the rage, and the suicidal tendencies? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-6537543, because most people that do something like this in broad daylight know they're going to die. Know it's their day to die. Or maybe they want to die. And they want to take as many people with them as they can. We saw that in Newtown, Connecticut. We saw that at in Virginia at Virginia Tech. Those are two examples. 888 leslie 888-6537543. Do you suspect that this shooting could be the result of mental illness? Or you just say, no, Muslim name's going to be terrorism. Do you suspect this shooting could be the result of mental illness? We're seeing a lot of that, a trend in our nation. 8886 Leslie, 888 One more thing. What will the headlines read tomorrow? What will the headlines read tomorrow about this shooting? What will those headlines say? 8886 Leslie, coming to you right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 8886 Leslie.
sharing it with you in this hour and talking about it. We know it's early. Normally we give you time to digest, but we thought this cannot be ignored. There's been another shooting in our nation and today at two different places in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where a gunman unleashed a barrage of gunfire at two different military facilities. At least four Marines are dead, a soldier wounded, a police officer wounded as well. The shooter has been killed. The shooter has been identified as 24-year-old naturalized American citizen born in Kuwait, Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz. Right now, uh, the latest breaking news uh, from uh, a U.S. intelligence official that at first glance, of the intelligence databases, there's no reference to Abdulaziz at all. And that is unusual if somebody is communicating with ISIS, has been traveling back and forth, is recruited by or is trained by. So this could be not a terrorist attack or not be domestic terrorism. But what makes it domestic terrorism? How do you define that? And would you define it as domestic terrorism if this guy's name were John Smith? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. We're going to take a break, come back to your calls. We'll be back if you're holding. Don't go away. If you want to join us, pick up the phone and do so. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Follow me on Twitter, at Leslie Marshall. Another sad day in our nation. We'll be back. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life. Real Talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. White House Live from our nation's capital, President Barack Obama, in progress discussing the Chattanooga, Tennessee shootings. Military facility. Uh, you know, then we have to make sure that we have uh, all the information necessary to make an assessment in terms of uh, how this attack took place. Uh, and what further precautions we can take in the future. Uh, and as we have more information, uh, we'll let the public know. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I'd ask uh, all Americans to pray uh, for the families who uh, are grief-stricken at this point. And uh, I want everybody to understand that uh, we will be uh, thorough and prompt in figuring out exactly what happened. Thank you very much. President Obama in the Oval Office just moments. Uh, That was President uh, Barack Obama regarding uh, the Chattanooga, Tennessee shootings. We'll give you breaking information as it comes in. Um, According to a U.S. intelligence official, a first review of intelligence databases has not found any references to the shooter who has been killed, along with the four Marines that he shot and the police officer and uh, the soldier that he wounded. Uh, Abdulaziz. Uh, No references found to him. Um, Hopefully that will mean this is not domestic terrorism and not um, ISIS, who has not taken the credit for this as of yet. Let's go to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE-888-653-7543. We started out with uh, Tommy in Palm Springs on line two. Hey, Tommy, good afternoon. Hi, hi, Leslie. It's really good to talk to you. You too. um, You ask ask if, you know, is the first thing you think of is it, you know, do you think of terrorism if you hear of a shooting like this? And my, my answer is no. The first thing I think of is it's probably a 
some lunatic that has gotten a hold of a high-powered rifle. But at the same time, it is a domestic terrorism thing because it, it you know, there the the shooting in instance, ironically, at the movie theater. I think he, he's crazy, but I think it's still a domestic terrorism kind of thing. It, just because he's not from another place, or he's not, you know, and this guy's happening, his name happens to be Muslim. But I think that the um, the, the guy that thought he was the Joker or whatever, you know, the, they're ironically bringing, uh, deciding to, today whether or not he was, he was crazy, or whether or not he was, uh, you know, uh, whether or not he can, you know, Stand trial. I mean, uh, whether or not he can, uh, whether or not he's going to be put in a mental institution, or whether or not he's going to be put to death. Whatever. It just it seems like to me that no matter what, it's still it's it's somebody that has because you still have a mental deficiency, and you're able to obtain a high-powered or multi-round rifle that that we just don't have. We have no reason for it. In society, where there's no reason. If you have to go hunting with a gun that has that many uh, bullets, then you're a terrible shot, and you don't need to be hunting. <laughs> I've had, I've heard hunters say that actually. Um, okay, and and don't need that type of uh, weaponry we just, and we firepower to, to to protect your castle. Okay, to, to regular citizens, we just don't. It, those are human. Killing machines. Now, now, speaking of, but speaking of, because the military are trained to be killing machines, should they be able to be killing machines on bases and at recruiting centers such as these? Um, that's above my pay grade to make that call. It's not, you know, I mean, I, I, if, if I was a a marine and on the base, I would, I would probably feel like I should be able to carry a gun on my on our own base and and have. Uh, and have confidence in my fellow soldiers that we're not going to pull it out and just shoot each other up. But, you know, and but I do think that they at least should be able to defend themselves or protect themselves in on, on their bases. I mean, you know, and, but at the same time, society should not have access to the same military, to the same weaponry. I mean, no, I agree. I, now, see, I'm one that people say you don't want the Second Amendment. I do, but I do feel I that do. well-regulated militia is our military, are our Absolutely law enforcement I officials. Absolutely, I do want. I do want our our our. I say gun rights, but I just don't think that we have the. We don't have. We don't have a reason to have high-powered rifles. Often, our cops are way outgunned when they show up to something. Well, I, I do. I think we agree 100 percent on every. I agree 100 percent with everything you've said so far. Anything else? Um, well, you know, uh, we they are handing down the uh, the either the sentencing or the uh, whatever on the on the guy from the Colorado shooting today. Did you guys talk about that? I haven't heard you talk about that yet. Uh, there's going to be a verdict coming down in about 40 minutes, or actually... In 30, about 40 minutes? Okay, yeah, I hadn't 38 heard... To 40, 38 to 40 minutes, the Colorado uh, verdict I is heard going they were to be just, They were done deliberating. That's what I heard. I yeah. just hadn't heard... They the say they're going to read the verdict in about 40 minutes, right at the end of our show. Yeah. If it comes up before the end, well, we will be know, sure to count. count so it's, it's just, it's crazy that, that every time you turn around, we're hearing about another one of these shootings. It's true. It's true, absolutely, and the majority of them, you know, are not, I mean, are, and the majority of them are not named Muhammad or Abdul. School or somebody walking into a, a recruitment station, uh, you know, um, or firing a 
on him from the parking lot or whatever. But still, it, they heard multiple rounds from a high-powered rifle. And, you know, we we just we don't need those running it loose in our in our society. Did you know if he was uh, if he had been associated with the military? Is that why he might have targeted this? Or we have no we have no information. We have no information so far. They don't see an association with ISIS. The um, affiliated chapter of ISIS on Twitter in Tennessee tweeted um, a warning shortly before, but it could just be they do that all the time. They 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 do warnings yeah, to yeah. Americans all the time. Uh, but, it could, you know, it could be that it could be that prompted him. It could be no connection. We have no idea. We have no idea. That, you know that. I mean, was the gun registered to him? Do we know anything about that? We don't that? know anything about the gun, and there was more than one gun. There were several weapons used. We don't know anything except he's 24. He's an American citizen, born in Kuwait. We, he's, a, he's a naturalized citizen. We do not know how many years he's been here. We know nothing else about his background. We know his name, his age, his birthplace, and that he is it was, in fact, a citizen, that he's dead. We do not know uh, even the specifics uh, surrounding the shooting um, of him uh, as the perpetrator um, of the. Well, they uh, seem to be pretty specific targets. I mean, you know, yep. military oriented for sure. And either like he was rejected or he was, or, you know, that's why I thought maybe he had served and he wasn't, he was, you know, unable to get a job or something if he got back. Or, you know, I, I don't know. It just it seems awfully, it seems awfully planned to be. Coincidental. I mean, he drove quite a way to go to the, to the second military right. facility, right? And, and you know, with the knee-jerk reaction we have of terrorism, the U.S. Attorney Bill Killian had said that the FBI would take the lead on the case. He initially called this an act of domestic terrorism, but the FBI yeah. said, no, we're going to investigate and determine, and he then has backed off since then and now says that the investigation will determine the labeling of the crime. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I know people get mad at me. I don't care what you label it. Murder is murder. Murder is murder. You can call it mass murder, massacre, terrorism. Nobody likes somebody when they're pulling the trigger. It's all based on hatred, whether if it's hatred politically, whether it's hatred because of mental illness, whether it's hatred because of race, because of religion, uh, because you're you're brainwashed, whatever the case may be, it's based on hate. I do have another point to bring up, and it's it's, can you believe that this Republican uh, Senate would uh, voted down – uh, making it from from K through 12, uh, you know, a uh, you know, uh, to outlaw bullying for for LGBT uh, students. Well, again, you hear that they shot that down. Can be t- can be can be targets of hate. We're going all over the place, but I appreciate your call. Yeah. We got to stick to the topic well, today, if you don't the, mind. The, uh, the LGBT they voted down today. You know, not to uh, not to put them as a protected. You know, they voted, you know, it's fine. Go ahead. Bully those kids. Well, we'll we'll talk about that on another uh, show, and uh, we definitely do need to address that. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Uh, the gunman, again, was Mohammed Yusuf uh, Abdulaziz. The FBI special agent in charge in Knoxville did say they believe he was from the area or residing, they know, in that area prior to the event. Hundreds of agents will be involved in the investigation. Um, they said, quote, we have no indication that it's tied to anything or anyone at this point. Uh, he had not been on, under investigation by the FBI. Analysts and agents are combing through files for possible evidence that he had ties to a foreign terrorist group. At first glance, they do not see any evidence of that. All of the deaths occurred at the second shooting scene. That is the place, the recruiting center that sits between 
the uh, Omnicola Highway and a pathway running through Tennessee River Park and the Tennessee River northeast of downtown. And uh, we're going to uh, take a break, come back, take more of your calls right after this. Um, Four Marines dead, one police officer injured, one soldier injured, and the gunman dead. And yet another, at this point, massacre. And by the way, let me ask you that. Does what we call it matter? Does what we call it matter? We'll be back. Leslie Marshall, the simple truth in a complicated world. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. Marshall, you know, if you eat too much or eat the wrong foods, even sleep in the wrong position, you can get an upset stomach. And experts say that nearly all of us eventually develop some sort of digestive problems in life. And that's because as we grow older, our stomachs actually produce less of those enzymes. And those enzymes are needed to break down food. So what do I do when I have that queasy, uneasy, reflexy feeling? I take a gutsy, chewy tablet. Gutsy Chewy is an oral and digestive supplement. Best of all, 100% natural. Gutsy Chewies were invented by my buddy, Dr. Doug Hagigi. He is a gastroenterologist and a dentist. He blended natural heartburn remedies like papaya, licorice root, and apple cider vinegar, and then he added calcium, magnesium, and xylitol for oral health too. What do you have when you put all those things together? It will boost your body's natural defense against heartburn and reflux. Gutsy Chewy. They're gluten-free, lactose-free. They come in great flavors, citrus and wild berry, and again, they're 100% natural. So if you ever get queasy, uneasy, reflexy feelings, Take Gutsy Chewy. You'll feel better. It's better for your health. I swear by it. Check it out. Learn more at GutsyProducts.com or call 855-GO-GUTSY. That's 855-484-8879. GutsyProducts.com. We're talking about the murderous uh, rampage that has taken place in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Fortunately, the lone gunman is dead, and we say lone. The authorities do believe he is a lone gunman. Uh, Let me share with you some more information. I mentioned he's 24-year-old Mohammed Youssef Abdulaziz. The uh, press was uh, spelling his name wrong, Mohammed with an O. Uh, And uh, in in addition, uh, they are investigating whether he was inspired by ISIS or other terrorist groups. Uh, doing a detailed background investigation, including weapons checks. So far, they have found nothing and no connection. He was not on any kind of uh, a watch list um, by the FBI. He also uh, believed to have been born in Kuwait. Um, They say it's unclear whether he's a U.S. or Kuwaiti citizen in the local Tennessean paper, but the national media outlets are reporting he was a naturalized U.S. citizen born in Kuwait. Um, they uh, did not know if his name was spelt with an A or an O. It has been confirmed, uh, uh, M-O-H-A-M-M-A-D, or you know, all the different spellings, and the FBI uh, confirmed the spelling. He is from Hickson, Tennessee. Hickson is just a few miles across the river from Chattanooga. He's an educated man. He's a 2012 engineering graduate from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, according to the Chattanooga Times Free Press. He resided in an area... That had Volkswagens, Mercedes, Audis on the street. It was called Colonial Shores. It's a subdivision, and that's where he and his family, and we'll find more about the family, allegedly lived. It's a quiet, shaded neighborhood, and it's seven miles from the Naval Reserve 
Center. Um, and uh, there were two women who were led away in handcuffs who were in his home. They're not sure. Actually, they say women. They said females, so I don't know if they're women or children. Um, but uh, they were led away in handcuffs. You know one thing? I understand you have to do that, but if I'm sitting home and my kid went out and killed somebody, why am I being handcuffed, you know? Um, but I guess, you know, until they, they really didn't have to cuff them. They can take them out in the questioning because you are innocent until proven guilty in this country, even if you were be- uh, born elsewhere. Um, so uh, the other thing uh, that I wanted to mention is one of those who has been shot has been released, but one is in critical, they're saying, uh, condition. Um, the, indiv- the injured individuals include a police officer. He suffered a leg wound and another who was in con- crit- critical condition. There was a third actually treated who was released. Um, so two are being treated. One is being rele- has been released who's being treated. Uh, let's get to the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. And I'm uh, going to go uh, quick here, guys, okay, um, because we have a lot of calls and little time. So make your comments quickly, please. Michael in the Bronx Line 5, quickly. Okay, Dave, uh, Dave is gone as well. Okay, patience, virtue. Cliff in Virginia, Line 3, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie, and thank you for taking my call. I think, well, once again, gun violence has taken its toll here in, in America. And I think quite simply, uh, this is an epidemic. You know, this this thing is, is continuing to happen. It's happening in, in, in more frequency, uh, more secession. It is a huge problem. And what's really sad about it is that, once again, our government is not going to do anything to address it. You know, I mean, from Sandy Hook to Aurora to Charleston and now Chattanooga, you know, another gun um, violence is taking place in our country. And, you know, at what point in time do Americans get fed up and tired of seeing their fellow fellow citizens gunned down like animals in the streets? I mean, this is extremely disturbing. Something needs to happen. Uh, I'm very tired of hearing the Second Amendment enthusiasts, the gun idolaters, as I like to call them, always trying to protect the rights of gun owners, what about the rights of Americans, the right to live in peace and serenity? Um, what about those people? What about the families that suffer? That's my point. Thank you. I think it's an excellent point, and thank you for being brief. We continue with the calls. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, we go to Jeff in Ferguson, line two. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. Uh Sorry, but gun control laws would not have prevented this terrorist attack. France had some of the most draconian gun control laws, and they were still in the gunmen that did that shooting in the newspaper in February. I think it was they were still able to get assault weapons, AK-47s, into France and still be able to do that assault. So, I, you know, look, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to – to me, this is a multifaceted problem, and it needs a multifaceted solution of which I believe that uh, being able to – to make it much more difficult to obtain certain type of weaponry is necessary in my opinion. Yeah, but and, France has those – a lot of those structured gun laws that make ours look like nothing. And, and France – and, and, and what is the murder rate in the country of France per capita well, based on the yeah, – uh, compared the, to the United the States? Yeah, the point is they were still able to get the weapons in. You're always going to have some faction that can get weapons in or drugs in or bombs onto a plane. I mean, we know that. There's nothing that is uh, going to be 100% proof against things like this. You can't predict the madness of a mind if it's uh, if it's wrought with mental illness. 
I saw pictures of this person's house where they were living on the news. Yeah. To say that this type of terrorism is economic related or some kind of. Well, wait, like wait, wait. That. Again, you're jumping to conclusions. You're saying it's terrorism because he has a Muslim name. He may have mental illness. He may have been pissed off at his girlfriend or wife who was in one of those places and, and, and broke up with him. He may have been pissed off because he got fired. He may have been pissed off because he was in the military and let go or had a military contract as an engineer he was working on. He may have been pissed off because he wanted to enlist in the military and they wouldn't let him. We don't know. Well, this is what it's starting to look like. At first, no, it is it not. Actually, you are wrong. The FBI so far has found no link to him in any other, in any terrorist organization. He's not on, on any FBI watch list. Um, right now, we just know what we know. You know, nobody, nobody came out. Where, the first thing everybody thought with Dylan Roof was mental illness, and it was wrong. It was, it was racism. Yeah, oh, I'm saying is I heard reports that earlier, back in during the July 4th warning and all that stuff, there might be they might be worried about someone who could be communicating with encryption stuff and stuff like that under the radar that wouldn't be on. That That's every day. That's not July 4th. July 4th is just because it's a national holiday celebrating oh, our independence. They that. always assume it's the Mall of the Americas. They always assume it's going to be the day of the Super Bowl. They always assume it's going to be Olympics. They always assume it's going to be 4th well, of July. What they don't assume is it's just going to be someday in July or someday in September as it was. And we don't know if this day in July well, is terrorism as well, of yet. I was given the example is they won't be. They may not be on the radar, is what I was saying. Not if they've been if they've been communicating with ISIS and if they've been recruited or have gone for training, they would be on the radar, or there would be uh, a, there would be a trail uh, that shows that we have seen that in every single case thus far. Every single case thus far. I appreciate your uh, call. Uh, we will see what happens. I have uh, no idea. The, and you know what? If my kid were if that, you know, somebody's burying their child this week. Four Marines families are burying their children this week. Now, I don't know about you. I really don't care what the hell you call the person who took my kid's life. They're a murderer. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope you'll join us on Friday. We'll have more to say about this as more comes to light. I'm Leslie Marshall, and this is your talk show. Have a good and safe afternoon.